funny thing about wireless mics is the wired ones still need wires. Okay, this sounds like a riddle. The best, the thing about wireless mics is that the wired ones still need. Why I don't get I I have I have no clue it, what it it means when you don't plug in the mic that's attached to your mic stand it yep. doesn't record anything. Well, and anything wireless cam is at a point wired. It's like when something when something is wireless, really, what it means is that like kind of like on the user's direct side, there's no cables. Right. You know. Uh, but then, like, eventually down the road, it's kind of like picture, like, your router in your house, right? Like, yeah, you get Wi-Fi, and you can access your computer and your phone. But, like, the system itself isn't wireless. Like, eventually that router has to get plugged in. Well, maybe yours does. So you, you get the cheap plan, don't you? Right, right, right. Because you have a special router now, uh, and, and it's not plugged into anything. And all the way down the chain, nothing is actually plugged in. Yeah, it's like a Thomas Edison thing. Not sure if you've heard of the guy from Kitchener. You know, started a few different companies. Thomas Edison from Kitchener? Yes. Kitch yeah. Kitchener, Ontario. That's the one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wireless energy transfer, Wi-Fi, things like that. You probably would understand because you're from an old, outdated city. That's right. That's right. I am fr I, Kitchener is one of the one of the one of the youngest cities, one of the newest cities. They call it's it. They call, they call it. Um, I've I've heard actually, Cam, in the paper, Kitchener was recently dubbed um, uh, Silicon Valley, but racist. Yes, yes, we I do heard pride that. ourselves on all those things. Yeah, yeah, it was also kind of, there was a few names offered, um, Silicon Valley uh, with heroin, uh, Silicon Valley about racist, Silicon Valley with swastikas, and really what stuck was Silicon Valley about racist. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's why if you look at any tech company, um, look at the leadership level, mm -hmm. it looks the exact same. Well, yeah, Cam, because I read your little... Uh, kind of print out there because of course you are running for for, for town council yep where i'm um, trying to grow up my small mustache i think that'll really bring and, the people together and your your tagline was back and more racist than ever yeah the most right so i i say the republicans are going to get offended by me yeah that's exactly it so you that's my that's my second tagline republicans more like and then i'm trying to put it together but well, yeah they're it, not gonna be happy it was a big a big large event a uh, lot of donors were there at center in the square you reunited the blue collar comedy tour guys and even some of the things that you said even jeff foxworthy kind of had to put a put his put his hands up and say mm -hmm. i'm done I, I can't do this anymore yeah when alex jones says that he alex jones muted me Yes, Put actually, you're context. the first account that he's ever muted. Actually, yeah. Uh, even even somebody like him said this guy's a little much. This guy's a little. This, this guy's, guy's takes a, a little, little much. a little too much. It yeah, was amazing. Uh, it was the first thing. That, it's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, after I went on his show and spouted some <laughs> some things about the, the 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 group of people that you're thinking about. <laughs> Do people who I'm thinking about? Yeah, the listeners. Whoever that is. Oh, of course. Our, 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 uh, you know, because we have a lot of listeners, um, probably from very diverse backgrounds, so we don't want to necessarily, um, you know, kind yeah, of... Yeah, whoever you don't like, I also don't, and I hate them more. More, and that's really what it is. It's more... Yeah. 
uh, Cam, you've recently gone bald and added a good hundred pounds of fat. Yeah. Yeah, it's good bulk season. Yeah. <laughs> you keep saying bulking season. Uh, but really, it just kind of seems like you're trying to look like Alex Jones. <laughs> like it's not I a mean, bulk. That's... It's more of a you're trying to look exactly like somebody else. I, you know, can call a spade a spade, call a tomato a tomato, whatever you want to call it, Cam. I'm getting big. That's a good point. That's a good point. You're not going to get big on tomatoes, though. You might get big on potato potatoes. Yeah. Speaking of uh, potato potatoes, uh, tomato tomatoes, um, rice. You doing basmati? What are you doing? Or re- rice. Reese? Reese? Reese's? Reese rice? Rices? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, well, um, I think we're mostly probably getting jasmine more often than not. We get the, uh, yeah. you know, it's like this massive, bag. massive, yeah. it's, it's almost, uh, yeah, what, yeah, I don't know what the material Large is Large sack, I know what you mean, yeah, it's like... It it's probably like, like from a third it, world. Yeah, it's probably like fifteen kilograms or something. It looks like a big burlap yeah. sack kind of thing. Yeah, I uh, have rooster rooster branded, I believe. That's the one that seems to go on sale the most around yeah. here. Yeah, I can't stand white rice anymore. I feel like I've just had it too much. It just sucks. Oh really? Like I, I need to go to wild rice. I think it's the next one to I go eat to. White rice, yeah, probably five or six times a week. I just don't like it anymore. I don't know what it is. I'll, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna eat white rice after we record the show. Actually, you're nuts. Yeah. Well, I say if we want to get to our white rice, then it's time to kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm your I'm your co-host. Mm-hmm. Um, Ira Glass is out for today. This is this this Canadian life. Yes, uh, we recently we recently both hired and then fired Ira Glass. Just for the namesake. Just and just so headlines. we can say, yeah, he used to work here. Yeah, no severance uh, packages, which is nice. So yeah. you can hire someone. So fire we, them. So. It- that's that's exactly it. We're taking the we're taking uh, you know, uh, we're, it's, it's a business strategy, Cam. We've really been trying a lot of new things. You have been spearheading this business strategy, uh, area. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, if we diversify the assets without putting too many eggs in one basket, we could really get a Red Sea Blue Ocean type effect. Now you just said a lot of words. You mm-hmm. just said a lot of words. That I've yeah. heard before, but have no real idea what it means. And it's all I know about the synergies. Because I know a lot of our investors are saying, Cam, Cam, Cam McClare, do you know what any of these words mean? Uh, but then you say something about a portfolio, and then they sort of seem to forget about it. I'm just saying, how are we going to see the broader vision without seeing the forest through the trees? And Cam, you famously have bad vision. Terrible. Now but. I think now correct me if I'm wrong. The optometrist said that it was ten ten vision. You well, sort of some, you have half. Yeah. You have half of what normal people should have. But, but the way I see it, with a good team, ten and ten makes thirty. 
Yes. Yeah. Think about that. Okay. Think about that. Okay. I've thought about it, and I still don't get it. Yeah, you just don't understand uh, visionary stuff, so I, I get it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, I guess I won't worry about it then. You know, I'm in charge of, you know, Cam, you know, I, we, you and I have split our responsibilities over here at Two Seas the Pod. So, you know, it's you, you, you'll handle your department. I'll handle my department. And uh, things things are going well. Things are going well, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We are really excited. The uh, the big live show coming up next week. Uh, plans have been made. I'm sure. By who? I hope. Hopefully, the host of the venue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should get on that. We should uh, should th- th- think about that. They'll be yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, Cam doesn't want to doesn't want to talk about it very much. Uh, you know, maybe you don't want to talk about getting a year older. Is it something like that? You know, you want to. No, the big thing I just got to do is clean. Like me and Shannon were talking about it today. How clean do we have to get this house? Mm. Because it's just like, as soon as the first guests arrive, they'd throw shit on the counter, and it's like you you you've cleaned that counter two hundred fifty times to where you can lick it off, lick it, and then it just gets like destroyed so quickly so how many things do you have to clean before it's satisfactory for guests you know um that's a great question great question uh i would say like you want to do a full clean probably i'm not saying but i I mean there's there's different levels of clean though i feel like we've done like full cleans and then there's like party clean which is just like uh, the house is immaculate but i feel like we need a full day to make that look well i think you know let's i gotta clean the poo out of the toilet and that like Right, because you've just been just, kind of stockpiling dumps. Yeah, I'm trying to save the planet, yeah, man. What you, the fuck are you doing? You read one. You hastily read an article about uh, composting, and now you interpreted that article to be saving poo in your toilet. I think groceries are going up, and I'm trying to make my own uh, ecological thing okay. in my bathroom. <laughs> Cam, yeah, this ecosystem you've created is really thriving. Uh, it smells terrible. You're you're on the verge of divorce, <laughs> but um, it's still happening. You'll see. You'll all see. Apparently, um, we all but, will. But yeah, I'm trying to get this. Like, I gotta clean out my garage a little bit. The office isn't bad, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just gonna be a lot of work. I know. Like th- it doesn't have to be much work people. at all. It's a standard. Do 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 a quick sweep. You know, sweep, vacuum, that kind of thing. Yeah. Let's have the floors looking nice. You know, I'd say more than anything, more than cleaning, you want to put all the stuff away. Tidy. That's the it's a tidy. Thing, yeah. You know, because you, Shannon, you 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 have your things out and about because you you're using them on a daily basis or whatever. I'd say it's a matter of clearing off those surfaces so people have the space to throw their shit on the counter or on the coffee yeah. table or cleaning and, the and, fridge. Getting rid of the seven-week-old leftovers, but I'm going to get to those. I will get to those, <laughs> just not today. Yeah, well, like you said, you're saving the planet, so you're doing a lot more leftovers, yeah. um, you know, which is great. But, yeah, you definitely need a clear fridge, make sure the, you know, the ice is stocked, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of leftovers, how do you feel about donating uh, things to, like, homeless tent cities? Good idea, bad idea, as in, like... You know, you feed a stray dog, keeps coming back. I don't know. I don't know if, uh, you know, sometimes I think, um, you know, I, I think, are you donating it straight to the people? Well, here's my thought. Uh, my gym is right beside a homeless shelter. Yep. And 
Not a shelter, I'm, an I've, encampment. Kind of like an encampment, yeah. Um, no, I think a shelter was, is something that's run by it's the not, government. Yeah, correct. It's definitely not a shelter. It's an encampment. It's a tent city. And but it seems like it's organized in some way. Like there is a reception area, but I'm not really sure how this thing works. I was thinking of donating food, but then I'm like, I pass there every day, and I don't really want to create an expectation. So is it best just like to never just ignore it at all cost? I don't think there necessarily be an expectation, you know, uh, that you know if somebody does the charitable thing once, they're going to continue to do charitable things. Yeah. Um, Maybe I put it upon myself almost. But yeah, yeah, I think, you know, if there is some kind of reception thing, contact whoever you can or whatever. See if there's a way you can help because maybe they don't want donations. There's yeah. also kind of well, that. I was thinking right? of walking in there like, what, what is there anything I can do? Right. Mm -hmm. I can entertain. I'm a very good entertainer. Um, I can teach you. Don't do that. Um, uh, I can teach you stand up comedy, uh, improv. Um, these are things I can do. Why at all do you think you'd be qualified to teach either of those two things? Yes, um, I will. I will teach you basic French. Um, I can do a lot of things. Cam. Very basic French. Yeah, a lot of uh, yeah. It's mostly just hand gestures and mannerisms. Mm, ah, mm, it's a lot mm. of ah ha ha type of thing, oh. right? Yeah, which is useful. It'll get you. I guess that could probably get you halfway far. through a uh, a Quebec vacation just with yeah. halls and halls. Yeah. Mm, mm, ah, oh, 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 ah. eh. A few of those, you're good to go. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's my um, that's 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 my doing good for December. Also, I also give money every time I go to the LCBO. That's my thing. Every time I punish myself by going there, I say yes, I will give to the. I think it's sick kids right now. Oh yeah, you from. you'll you'll round up your. Uh you know, whenever it's like, yeah, do you want to round up your bill to help out, or do you want to donate two dollars? Yeah, they're like, they're like two, five, or ten. I'm like a hundred. I want to do it. They're like, that's not on the list. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll two then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're making it harder for me. Yeah, that's what I always do. Okay. Um, do we get do we get notes from last last week? Yeah, we can get into the show. Let's get into our show uh, by first reviewing last week's show because we got some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes, 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 we got some notes. Why don't we start by telling people how drugs don't expire? Because my wife still seems to not believe me. Do drugs expire? This was a big thing that came up last week. And Cam, the answer is a bit of a yes and a no. Um, do drugs expire? Of course, in the mid-70s, the FDA started putting expiry dates on their drugs. Because what they start, oh, oh, sorry, when we say drugs, we mean over-the-counter medication. You know, we're not talking whatever, you know, illegal drugs or whatever. Um, you know, they started putting expiration dates because they started noticing that after a certain amount of time, uh, some over-the-counter medication would actually form some kinds of harmful bacteria, and some would also become slowly less potent as time goes on. So certainly, if a medication is less potent, then there's a less of a chance that it will work or have that intended effect. So we got these expiry dates in an effort to curb these sorts of things so that all the, the, the medication we're always using is always at maximum effectiveness. It's a hard one. It's a tough one. You know, yes, it's not a hard and fast date of like this will no longer work. However, Cam, we were looking at your particular example. It was a pain reliever, right? If you take one of these pain, two, let's say you take two of the, the you know, your back was hurting. 
you you seem to be better. You seem to be better now, of course. You know, but if you feel good, feel good. So yeah. if you took two of those and then you're like, this isn't working. I'm still in pain. Now you're gonna take two more, and then you're gonna take two more. Next thing you know, you've eaten way or you've consumed way more than they've recommended. However, because it's less potent, you know, it's 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 really uh, uh it's it's tough. It is tough. I am inclined to agree with Shannon on this one. Things are expired. I sent you an article that said that otherwise. It said up to 10 years afterwards they're fine. It's different medications are going to act differently. And I think that's well, the difference. If you're playing a game of like looking through your fucking cabinet saying like, I can have this even though it's expired, but I shouldn't have this because it's expired. Yeah. I think more than anything else, it's really just these drug companies trying to cover their ass because somebody takes 12 Robaxta sets because it's not working. And yes, the pain relief portion is not as potent. However, there is another chemical within it that is still super potent. And now you've had five times the recommended dose. Your kidney shuts down. You know? Well, I'll give you this one. Shannon almost threw out hand moisturizer today saying it's expired. Well, how much hand moisturizer? I've thrown out hand moisturizer because we have way too much. Uh, I have this clinical jar that's someone who used to be a dermatologist gave me that said oh your hands are dry try this it's scent free it works extremely well and i've kept it for years because because it works so well have you used and it she says all the time then how have you had but it, it has for years? so much because it's a giant tub it's like i don't know probably uh, 500 milliliters of it like it's okay. a lot okay she's trying to throw this out on me today well then better start using it more she doesn't want shit. She doesn't want your old shit in her house. Can you blame her? Her house? <laughs> yeah, anyway, your we'll, shit, we'll, her house. Uh, so that was, yeah, do drugs expire. We'll let you, the listener, know. Let us know. Pop 14 expired Advils and let us know. Twoseasonpod at gmail.com. Uh, coming up next, we have Kanye West winning Grammys. He's won 25 of 75 Grammys that he's been nominated for. That's a one-third. He's won one-third of things he's been nominated for, which is pretty crazy. Starting 2005 for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Album for Jesus Rock Walks. Jesus Rocks. <laughs> Jesus Rocks. <laughs> Jesus Rocks. Uh, that, was my, that was my song that it was panned critically uh, for Jesus Walks and um, called Dropout. And most recently in 2022, winning Best Rap Song and Best Melodic Rap Performance with Jail and Hurricane off of Donda. So he just keeps pumping them out. He's going to keep winning them probably. Uh, we're talking gallons to liters because the United States, they're fucked. They do whatever the hell they want. One gallon is equal to 3.78541 liters. Okay. So what a terrible conversion ability... It's, yeah, it just makes perfect sense. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. I wonder how many people are uh, sitting out there. You know, you know, they're they're at the little gas pump. They're like three point seven eight five four three point eight seven five four one. Got it. That's one liter. Uh, and finally, we were talking about the term tartar as it refers uh, to the kitchen. Of course, tartar is a culinary term which means uncooked. So that's what you will hear about something like a beef tartare or a steak tartare, a classic dish. So it's just a piece of raw steak, some minced onion seasoning, and a raw egg. That's how you would get beef tartare or steak tartare. So by definition, Did sushi is tartare. By definition. and uh, Cucumber? 
cucumber? Cucumber tartare. I guess that'd be an uncooked cucumber, I guess. I guess. It Correct, really yes. only refers to meat, though, because I think... Does it? Yes. It's a, you, that was not your definition off the top. In the kitchen world, um, like, yes, it, yes, it, it does mean uncooked. However, like, it's specifically talking about uh, meat. Check. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, like, the meat of a pumpkin would be tartare. Yes. Well, I guess like ninety five percent of every like everything else is just tartare. An mm, apple is tartare. You can have an apple tartare. <laughs> Good. Yes, yeah, so I will start using this more frequently in my in my kitchen. I feel like you're just going to start using it to mean like lack of. Like you're going to start using this term just to mean anything that isn't like the other way. I have some cheese tartare for you if you'd like in crackers. No, I feel like you're going to say you're going to say it's like if you don't wash your clothes. Your dirty, your what's in your hamper are is like clothes tartar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been washed or something. You're gonna you're gonna start throwing yeah. this word all over the place. Cam, have you showered in a few days? I'm trying I, to go all tartar. You're, you're tartar. Like I, I actually I'm doing a hair tartar thing. I haven't shampooed in a little while. Yeah, a no, few mine's months. very tar, mine's very tartar right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, I put on deodorant the other day for the first time in a little while. I was really living tartar there. So once you go onto the deodorant, you're so good. You're, you're fascinated by this topic. Yeah, because I stink without it. Yeah, like were you not stinking? That or did that, that just go away? I don't smell. Um, okay. Just like because you don't work hard enough in the gym. Easy there, fella. <laughs> Easy there, fella. You <laughs> sit on your ass for a bunch of hours a day working, right? Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm just not big, a big brain stuff. I'm not a smelly person. I think um, you know maybe if it's a you are what you eat type of thing. I had do I do live have a fairly clean diet. I don't eat a lot of processed foods or refined sugars. Um, you know, and then that's that that will probably influence you know what, what your smell is or whatever like that. Yeah, you know, and some people, you know, you are yeah you are what you eat so. Imagine just no one around you is telling you that. Well, like, you're so like, that I was, just don't smell. That was, uh, I, I, I have thought about that, actually. I have thought about that. It's either, I, it's so it's either I don't, you know, produce a particularly pungent body odor or everyone is just trying to be nice. And behind my back, they're like, yeah, did you know Cameron smells like shit? But I like to think that I have close enough people in my life who would have told me one way or the other. Yeah, I feel like that with breath because I feel like my breath doesn't ever get that that bad. Like, because I know people who have bad breath, and those are the kind of people like, oh, I have to brush my teeth like seven times in a day because I just have bad breath. Yeah, I find that mine, like, it doesn't ever get that bad, which I'm really happy about. Because people with bad breath, oh boy, can't sit in a car with them, man. I know I've been told I have bad breath, but it's really only after like a night of drinking. Yeah, you, I remember. Yes, you do sometimes. Like that next that. that next morning is like a oh yeah. shit, your breath smells. But you know, th there's factors there. Yeah, there's factors that are avoidable. Exactly. So um, we'll yeah. get there. Uh, I did try making new cocktails last night. Tried oh. making um, Manhattan's, but my whiskey was really bad. Just like didn't I don't like the whiskey, and it really ruined the drink. Just tasted way too strong. <sighs> too strong. Yeah, but that's like a 45% whiskey. It's just like, it's well, too much. What was the whiskey used? Um, Collingwood, but it's their like, their stronger one. I don't remember okay. what it's. Their, yeah, they have two different cups of Collingwood. One is like the nice one, and then the other one I just, I don't know, I tried it. It's a, it's a little bit lighter, but 
uh, in color, but oh boy, it's just not good. And that's why it's still in my cabinet. Huh. Oh, yeah. would not recommend. You can pull it out on a on a, on a, on a rainy day. It's good day. for shots. It's good for shots, yeah, pretty much. That'd probably be it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, um, we'll try We'll try making those next week. Um, speaking of next week, uh, come prepared, folks, for one and for all, uh, for games to be played. Uh, we're going to have some games. We're going to have Headline and Rassline ready to go, some free on Kijiji. Uh, what are the games can uh, guests prepare, Cam? Wait, the, I don't think guests are meant to prepare. Oh, they can bring their own like free zone. Oh, I guess they could they bring want. their own yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah, I, that's think what I, mean. I think it's if more on us to they, cover. They don't have to. Correct. It's, it's yes. more on us to cover the gambit of uh, yeah things like free on Kijiji, things like Headliner S Nine. Uh, you know, you, you want to play a round of uh, Wheel of Death, March Madness. Who knows? Yeah, we'll got we'll, uh, yeah we'll come with plenty. But if you want to come with any of those two, you're more than welcome to and see if you can uh, fool one of us. And yes, we'll be doing a signing after the uh, show. Uh, this is sponsored by, um, what do you call that? Um, uh, uh, green, 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 green IV. No, athletic green, greens, athletic greens, athletic greens. I take athletic greens and it tastes good. It, it does taste good. Now a great review. It tastes good. Yeah. It's, and I get all my essential nutrients and vitamins like all the because uh, all the other athletes that you probably listen to also take it and they're they're influencers. Yes, because if there's one thing I know about most comedians who do cocaine is that they're very fit. So therefore, Athletic Greens is a great product. It for is them. funny to hear like podcasters that are just like very <laughs> out of shape talk about health products like I use whoop and it makes me feel great. And you're like you're you're very fat. You're not. <laughs> you the person. are fat, sir. Yeah, you are. You are not the person I want to look to for athletic advice. You, I don't think you know what a hammer curl is. Is that when you uh, bend a hammer? I mean, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, that's the the, the more traditional sense. Well, that's how you caught kicked out of the gym. Yeah. Well, no, nah, there was more to that, but yeah, that's one of the ways. Well, yeah, because you because third, third strike third because strike. you were objectifying women at the same time. <laughs> I was trying to impress them by bending a hammer. Right, 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 and it didn't work. I shouldn't have said what I said after that when they said this isn't impressive, and we are not going to repeat that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was wow, eye opening. It really was vile, vile stuff. Um, Cam, let's get into our new show. I know you're excited to uh, play this theme song. I haven't heard it yet. And you're gonna hear it. Uh, you're gonna hear it right, right, right now. Now, team. Hey, team. Hey, team. Hey, team. We've got five minutes for this. We've got five minutes to recap this, and then if we can't, we'll have to stop because we only have five minutes. Of the and it's for this. They stopped right there. That's a bad ending. That is right, folks. We have moved on. Um, of course, first we brought you the nightcap. It was uh, a succinct way of us looking into the world of Michael Knight and Knight Rider. Then next was MacGyver and Fiverr, where uh, Special Agent uh, did he ever have a first name? 
Uh, MacGyver, no, it was never announced. He, I feel like, yeah, he they never said he had a first name. It was always MacGyver, and you know, and then of course, but after that, we did, we, you know, we were most recently on the beaches of Miami with Special Agent Which, Ricardo. Yeah, I think that's the best one. And so so Looking far, back on it, so yeah. far, a slice of ice has been, um, I think, the favorite, at least, uh, at least amongst me, I have to say, but. We are very excited to bring you this goes around, or th this go around rather, of the Haste Team. The Haste Team, that's what we're calling it? That's what it's called, baby. Because right. every single week we recap the adventures of uh, the A Team. Uh, now, this, well, you know, we're, we got to start it off somehow. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to start off episode one. This is a classic. There was two episodes in a row. So although it is kind of two different episodes, we will be splitting it up. So um, we're bringing you part one of Mexican Sleigh Ride. Here's the catch, though. We only have five minutes to do it, Cam. I'm kicking this one off. And then we're moving it over to you. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. And we open in a Mexican village, but it's completely empty. There's a bunch of clearly bad guys who roll up in their Jeeps with guns and bandanas. They stop their cars. One man yells out demanding uh, for, for Massey. A big guy with a machine gun fire shots all over the place. Town folks walk out. Man comes out and says, this is all we have. You know, uh, we, we don't have this guy. He says, I'm looking for this gringo. A uh, gross, fat henchman named Bacco grabs a woman to presumably have his way with her. That's when she seemingly gives away the location of a man who is fixing his truck in his garage. He seems to be a reporter, and he says he's writing he's writing this story no matter what. This reporter, Massey, gets shot at, um, and uh, the reporter drives out of the, um, the garage, bursts through the wood. We start a high-speed chase. He's getting rounds and rounds shot at him. Bad guys can't hit him. That is until uh, they get one of his tires, forcing him off the road and into a ditch. When asked where the reporter going he says he's there on vacation that's when we smash cut to an office a newspaper office where two people are arguing about the whereabouts of this reporter a female reporter named helen thinks that massey is in trouble because it hasn't been heard of for a while the head of the paper doesn't want to go through with this nonsense and suspends her from the paper for a few weeks another reporter went to massey's house found some contact information under his bed gives it to helen who brings up the story that she heard about a team of mercenaries soldiers of fortune called the a team and she wants to find them these guys are pretty hardcore they haven't been seen in 10 years after they burst out of prison after they were caught in a Vietnam bank deal or something like that. Uh, we get the news on all of them. The leader, a uh, man named John Smith, uh, but everybody calls him Hannibal, and he's handsome as hell. Then we've got Bosco Baracus, also known as BA for bad attitude, mechanical genius, but he has a quick temper. And then we're talking about Templeton Peck, aka Face, a smooth talker with a lot of charisma. Uh, we then cut to a monster, some kind of monster suit coming out of water, and it turns out it's film set where Hannibal is under the suit. A couple guys spot him driving down to the movie set. It's Face and Baracus. Face lets us know that Colonel Lynch is on to us, the colonel from the prison they broke out of. Um, and right when he peels out, these three boys peel out. Sorry, right when he rolls up, these three boys peel out. We're being chased all around a movie back lot with the cops in hot pursuit. Cop car goes flying into a lake somehow. Another car goes crashing into a house. Hannibal stops the car and gets approached by a little waterway that runs uh, around the road. 
With Lynch on the other side, Hannibal dares him to cross through, which he does. Hannibal fills the waterway, making Lynch look like a fool. We pulled over because Hannibal wants to call a man named Murdoch from a mental patient, uh, from a mental ward. Murdoch's in the loony bin, which is where Helen is also offering the A-team a job to get Masai back. He tells Helen to meet up in an alley with Hannibal later. Murdoch plays up a super crazy guy to Helen, even shaving spots in his hair. This guy's pretty cool. Then Lynch is at an institution uh, because he believes Murdoch is faking it. The, the nurse warns Lynch not to use the word ammonia, but when confronted with the possible fakeness, Murdoch continues to act crazy. Lynch is eventually so shocked he believes Murdoch and leaves him alone, even though he was the best combat pilot in Vietnam. Cam, over to you. Yeah, Helen's name is Amy, not Helen. Shit. Um, anyway, you're three minutes in. You left, didn't live in Amy meets with Hannibal, who's disguised as a bum as a test to figure out if Amy's a good enough person to work with in a back alley. She gives him money for his troubles because she thinks he's a bum and goes back to his car, happily approved of the generosity. In the morning, Hannibal, now disguised as Mr. Lee, a owner of a store, I guess a Korean owner, scolds her for parking in front of the stop and puts on his Korean accent to tell her the terms for hiring the A-team, and she leaves. Afterwards, Face, disguised as a priest, visits with Father McGill and B.A. Oh, sorry, um, out of a, in a kind of a random scene, but then B.A. Re is repairing a skateboard for a group of boys, showing that he's still down with the community, as Hannibal calls into a radio program, leaving a coded message for them on the radio, informing the details of their mission, because they're so... Uh, uh, they're, they're so secretive, these guys. Anyway, first gets... Bert Face gets murdered out of the hospital with Hannibal and B.A. Meet Amy, taking her from the parking lot and bringing her to them, and they leave for Mexico that moment. As they drive away, Lynch men perform a surveillance on them. Face and Murdoch disguise as two oil barons, uh, Joe Bob Jameson and Buster Hothworth, uh, head to a private airport to make arrangements to procure the plane. On the way to the airport, Hannibal drugs B.A. so that they can now board the plane because we learn that he is terrified of flying and needs to be drugged every time uh, he flies. B.A. angrily realizes what Hannibal has done and punches him in the face before he passes out. Lynch then follows the team and Amy to the airport as Murdoch taxis the plane. Uh, they board and manage to take off just in time before getting away. They strap up B.A. in the plane out of fear that he will freak out and during the flight, Amy realizes that she does not have the money that she promised and Hannibal asks her for the job but promises she will get it back in their term. They land in Mexico, and now we cut off and wait for next week's episode, which is still the first week. Time. Very succinct. Whew. Yeah. Oh boy, you really put me in a jam there, buddy. Well, you know, with, with a new show, well, you know, I, there's a lot. I, there's I, a I lot got in the, the first, first half. Minutes. You know, there's yeah. a lot of expo of like, here's this character, this character, this character, this character, this character. This yeah. is what their entire backstory. Yeah, there was a lot to cover you did there. Good. There was a lot to cover you did there. Good. But um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Part two of Mexican Sleigh Ride coming up uh, yeah. next. Not sure where you got Helen from. I could have sworn I heard him say Helen. At least in the at least books. in the first half. That's things she wasn't really in it that mu that much. So maybe that's just what I heard. Maybe her last name is something like that. I don't know. But I don't know. Anyway, um, thoughts. So far, the, so, so far, so good. So far, so, far, so good. I am. Um, yeah, I didn't realize they were uh, Vietnam guys. That's how they all knew each other. Yeah, from Vietnam. Yeah, from Nam before they just did some bad stuff, some bad hombres. But damn, they were some good missionaries. Yeah, damn, they're good police. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're they're not actually with the police though, right? Uh, no, no, they're mercenaries. Yeah. Cool. They're gonna get into some some questionable things, and I hope. Hopefully, hopefully. But yeah, so far so good. Come back next week, uh, where we have the uh the whole second half. And did you realize there was a movie called The Eighteen that came out years later? 
they they rebooted with a movie, which I'm sure we have to. Uh, we'll probably watch at the end of our thing. Probably have to watch that one. Yeah. It's got uh, probably won't won't compete with Miami Vice, but it'll it's be got fun. yeah. It's got Liam Neeson is Hannibal, Bradley Cooper's face, uh, and then I don't remember. I I only saw the uh, like the fucking you know the yeah the, the poster. Yeah, I only saw the poster. Yeah, I'm not sure who it was, but either way, either way, looking good, looking good, very look, really looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be a fun show. Yeah. Um, Speaking of fun things, Cam, uh, I was actually down your way today in Toronto. Yeah, I remember because you always come and you never say that you are, so then I never see you. Remember? That's right. Um, so I went right by your house, uh, left something in the door, and then went away. Um, no, I went, we went to the Christmas market today, the Toronto Christmas market, the distillery. Oh, yeah. What a rinse. Yeah. Um, 25 bucks for parking. Yep. Um, th- 350 for a shot of hot chocolate. Uh, Wait, wasn't Shannon then, just there like last week? Yeah, she went back. Yeah, her friends were supposed to come with her. Um, double rinsed, uh, double rinsed. So, yeah, so we went. Uh, her friends told her like, "Hey, we have to be there for three thirty. So Shannon, punctual as ever. So like, Cam, you have to stop watching your your New York Jets and get us to Toronto. Oh, right, you're a Jets fan. I forgot. Huge Jets fan. Anyway, so I turn off the game. Tell my friends, "Hey, I gotta go." get in the car, start driving. And then they had originally told us like, Oh, we'll just our car, we'll carpool together. But we know their friends went off. There's no chance they're going to be on time. Like they're perpetually late, all of them. So we're like, fuck that. We have to get there and get out. Cause we have a dog at home. We can't leave her at home for that long. Um, let's just make it happen. They're an hour late. That's too late. That's way too late. Cause then by the time we're there, we've walked around for a while. We've seen everything we need to see, and then it's just like, I guess we'll just say hi and bye to them, which sucked. Cause uh, and that you know, one guy apologized to me, but I don't think he's gonna apologize to Shannon. But yeah, was not happy. Was not impressed with them. Yeah, very that, disappointed. Yeah, that's too late. Uh, and you know, we, and we've we've said this before as it pertains to lateness, right? Like, you guys were meeting at three. They showed up at four. At what time did they know they weren't going to be there for three? Two fifty nine, probably one. Like if you're that late, uh, you know. So, but you know, if you knew that at one, way before you guys even left your house, it's a quick hey. We're not able to make it to four. Then you guys close. Then you guys can now decide. Okay, we're not going to go because you know it doesn't perfect. Yeah, and that was the thing. If like if we knew that at that point, it would have been like. Oh, no, but it's just not do this anymore. Like, this is just a waste of time. So, yeah, pretty disappointing. But what can you do? And I think it's a, it's, it's a, uh, it is a plug we've said too many times now. You're going to be late. Let them know as soon as you know. Don't, yeah. You're not going to pull off a miracle. You're not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's ever been late and not. Like, if you're late and you don't know you're late, like, that's like a sociopath kind of thing. You know? The um, the only time it can happen is if you're like, and I've had this happen before. I'm like, all right, I'm on track to be 15 minutes early, and then you get to a spot and you're like, what the fuck? The road's closed. You're like, I don't know a good way to get around this, and you start going in circles and shit. You're like, fuck, I'm gonna be late, and then you're like five minutes later, you're like, oh, I'm really pushing it now. So what was their That's what the was their time. excuse then? 
No, that'd be like that'd be an example of me. Yeah. Like, oh, for them, they didn't ever even told us. They never even told us why they're because road closures or you know road closures or subway delays or transit delays is one of those things yeah. where you're like, I get it, that happens. Yeah, you that know? happened, and you could have planned the best you could have, but these things happen. Exactly, right? You could plan like you could plan to arrive 15 minutes early, but you don't know that the subway is going to shut down for 30 minutes, now making you 15 minutes late, or like whatever the case might be, you know? So these things are going to happen. Just be on time, people. Fuck. Christ. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, party starts at 7.30. Or no, I think, did we say 8? What did we decide on? It's your... <laughs> It's your your house. Why am I deciding on this? Because you're my podcast partner. That's Cam, a good point. Um, well, we had suggested uh, we. I think we want to we want to schedule early enough so that guests can arrive before the show starts. Because I guess there is a difference. It's kind of like a doors open, show starts kind of time. So if let's say doors open at seven thirty, show starts yeah. at nine. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, nine's a good time to have the show. That would say, like people are people are laughing, having fun. And then uh, we'll be a little loose. Exactly. Little loose. People aren't getting too sloppy. I'm, yeah. I'll, Speaking I'll, of, I'll be arriving earlier in the day to help set up, uh, you know, the podcasting stuff at least. Do you have a space heater you could bring from work? Yeah, I could bring one. Okay, I have it's, a small one, but it's, like, yeah, it's not that. I was gonna say it's probably like a foot tall. It's not like huge. That's fine. I mean, it's better than like nothing. So if we have two space heaters, it's gonna be better than nothing. And we even plug in. Do you have two hours. circuits in your garage? Yep. Okay. When you say, you know, you very quickly said, yep, and I have a feeling you do not know for a fact. You just know that. I got two. one for my deep freezer and one under my punching bag. Okay, good. Well, yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance that freezer's on a dedicated uh, 10 or 15 amp or something. Fuck if I know. <laughs> you should. Isn't it your house? You you you're one of the only people I know who understands electricity. I do not understand electricity. Right, you understand electricity in so far that you turn on a switch and then a light bulb turns on. And that's all I've ever needed to know. I guess that's all you need to know, really. Are yeah. You, you understand like, you understand electricity in so far that um when your vibrator stops working, it because it means a new battery. Like that's uh, the level that typically, of yeah. electricity you know. Correct. It's like the same thing as like you understand cars and that in if when the key doesn't turn, you bring it to a shop. Right? Yeah, if the key doesn't turn at all. If it doesn't turn right. at all, you're fucked. Correct. So <laughs> we have different levels of knowledge on these. Exactly. Things. That's okay. That's okay. We all can't I know everything. You. I forgive you. Thanks. I forgive you too. Thank you. Yep. All right, let's get to our last game of the evening. Yeah, sure. Uh, we might as well. It's headline ha headline or astronaut, everyone, where we try and Fool each other with either curveballs, fastballs, or maybe a little spitball every now and then. Oh, Cam, I got a little trivia for you before we go. Oh, quick look. Uh, before we get into this. Okay. Who was the first ever sports mascot? And I'll give you a hint. It's in baseball. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the oldest sport. Um, what about... I mean, I have, I have no reason to... I, I don't know what it would be. I'm going to say the Philly Frenetic. That's correct. That was actually pretty good. That's weird that you got that. I think because I know Philadelphia loves that thing. <laughs> like yeah, I don't do like I don't thing. give a shit about the Maple Leafs bear. What's its name? Like crispy Carlton. or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about Carlton, but I know those people love that Philly frenetic. When was it uh, invented, or when did he premiere? Uh, it was like the seventies, I think. Okay, like not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. They orig originally mascots were like not what we see them as today. The first ever mascot was typically. 
uh, mentally handicapped people that they brought on the bench for good luck that they like rub their heads and stuff like that. I don't love. That, I don't love that. I don't love that. Yeah. Well, they did, um, and they did it for years, and then they became hunchbacks, and then it became, uh, and then it became live animals they'd have. And that obviously had negative consequences because live animals were live animals. And they figured out, why don't we just put someone in a costume? Uh, very good little 15-minute documentary on it on uh, the YouTube channel Baseball Doesn't Exist, uh, saying the history of mascots. Oh, is this a plug? Is it, is it time for plugs already? No, it's just a little subtle one for oh. it. It's just a fun thing I saw this week. Okay. That was great. All right, Cam. Well, let's get back to the main action, though, because of course you were talking. Of course, you were talking about headliner ass night. Hey, 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 headline or ass hey, 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 uh, okay, yeah, you're dressed, in, you're dressed as a Grinch, so I feel like th- this totally sounds like something that happened, but it's just like, they just both happened to be wearing those particular costumes to make it funny. You know, it's like maybe there's some kind of, you know, I, there's like popular things like Christmas bars or stuff like that, you know, so I'm sure people dressed up with a little more Yuletide flair, and then um, they get in just like an argument about whatever bullshit, uh, you know, you were, hey, you're, you were sleeping with, you were make, you were sleeping with my mom. And then he says, I thought that was your dad. And then you're mad because then you have to punch your stepdad in the face for calling your, for being like, you know, extremely rude to your mom. Uh, so I can see that happening. I think they just so happen to be wearing these different costumes. Uh, but you know, it's a funny little piece. So I'm gonna say that one's a headline. This is a headline, and the funniest part is it was at a work event. <laughs> so uh, two guys at a work event did not have the holiday cheer this year, as in Traverse City at the Hotel Indigo. Two men got in a heated argument middle at midnight on Saturday night before it turned violent, and the Grinch took a swing at the reindeer. Police were brought into the scene who said that they often see um, assaults like this happen, but not often do they see the Grinch throwing right hands at reindeers. So it did happen. Just funny that this was at a work Christmas do we, party. Do we know the cause of it? No, that's no. not being disclosed, unfortunately. Right. So it could just be some inner kind of work drama. You know, they Yeah, it could other. be like, I bang Susie first. And then she's not my wife. She's my assistant. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cam, I got one here yeah. for you. If you are ready for it, Cam. Headliner last night, TGI Friday sued for mozzarella sticks with no mozzarella. I mean, yeah, th- th- this is the old, this is the old, uh, oldest time. The coffee being a little too hot. You order the mozzarella sticks. They don't come with mozza. What are we really paying for here, right? You can send them back, but hell no, this is America. You don't send things back. You take pictures of it, document it, and then you call your local injury lawyer and say, "Hey, this is unacceptable. I I paid six ninety nine for these mozza sticks, and be gosh be darn, they don't have a damn mozza in them." Um, this is a headline. I'm sure it's not going to, to get. It's just going to get settled out of court. But hey, this is a fun one. Cam, this one is a headline here for you uh, about a recent lawsuit presented to the restaurant claims, um, uh, restaurant chain claiming that the mozzarella sticks contain cheddar cheese, but no mozzarella. Oh. 
Yeah, it's a little weird one, eh? So this is uh, this is just pertaining to their frozen. Um, they have TGI Fridays sells mozzarella sticks in um, like the frozen food aisle at your grocery store. So it's pertaining to these particular product. Um, where Amy Joseph of Illinois purchased um, a box of these mozzarella sticks, but believes she was misled when she saw on the ingredient list that there wasn't actually any mozzarella on the back of the box. So this made it up to Judge uh, Robert Dow Jr., who ruled that it was a reasonable interpretation to expect mozzarella sticks to have mozzarella in them. Uh, if the photo on the box looks like mozzarella sticks, you would assume it was the product of the photo. Like You would assume mozzarella sticks were in the box if that was the photo on the box. TGI Fridays requested for the lawsuit to be dropped since the restaurant chain is only a licensor of those products who allows its name to be used on the packaging. So somebody else makes them, they pay to put that name on the on on the box itself um it also says you know of course on the back of the package the product does say it contains no actual mozzarella cheese so the uh the you know the the consumer is warned uh tgi fridays also brings up that um amy joseph uh the person who fi filed the is a serial class action lawsuit filer this is the eighth class action lawsuit that she has filed including one earlier this year in january um where she was trying to uh sue a a, a new york or another restaurant for um not serving the ingredients it claims to i guess that's one way to make a living yeah um some would say that's a cheesy lawsuit all right, all right. You guys quiet <laughs> who, down out there. Who would say that? Yeah, who would say that? Would you? Yeah. Uh, some would say that that's a crafty lawsuit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, better. Yeah, it's better. Okay, it's better yeah. for sure. All right. All not right. good. Not good. But better. No strings attached. I don't know something there. All right. Um, that, was parents not, that was better. That was better. <laughs> parents file a lawsuit saying their kids are addicted to Fortnite. More lawsuits, baby. Um, yeah, this sounds like one of those, yeah, like we said, like a class action thing. A lot of parents get together because, uh, pretty much, you know what's, you know what's tough? You know, that has to be a really tough thing. You know, parents go through so much raising children, the ups and the downs, but how embarrassing it has to be as a parent to sue a video, to sue a video game company. That's like you suing, you're suing Fortnite because you're not a good fucking parent and you threw a screen and a console in front of their face and don't make them go outside or do fuck all. So you kind of, it's very brave of these parents coming out and saying, I am a bad parent. <laughs> and now I need to, now it is somebody else's problem. So I need to sue them because of it. Uh, you know, this is going to happen with video games, especially, right? People play a lot of them. They play online. Um, and they probably, there's probably just a bunch of salty parents who don't want their kids playing video games all the time. Um, you know, maybe some have some anger issues when they try to take their Xbox away and they freak out or something on their, um, I'm really curious how old these kids are. Um, you know, if it's re if it's young, if it's but it's like eight to ten, like that feels weird. Um, but I can see this happening in like that fourteen to eighteen demo when you're a little more engaged. You can commit yourself to something. Like when I was eight, I don't think I could commit myself enough to be addicted to a video game. You know, you wanted you just want to do everything when you're that age. Uh, I'm gonna say this one's a headline. This one's a headline. They don't have the ages listed here, Cam, but it is a group of parents that are being uh, now filed a suit, and the judge that's accepted the suit will go through, uh, as in now it'll be contested in court, and this is in Canada, where they are claiming that kids are addicted to the game Fortnite. 
Uh, the Canadian Supreme Court judge authorized the filing by Quebec parents against Fortnite's a- manufacturer, Epic Games. They say the kids are so addicted they don't take care of regular hygiene, such as showering. So they're so dependent they don't eat or sleep, according to BBC News or, and reported by an insider. Now, the argument is essentially saying they're comparing it to tobacco and that tobacco has a requirement to warn their uh, consumers that it's dangerous, as does Epic Games, while Echo Games says this is a meritless claim. So stay tuned. Yeah, maybe we get a follow-up on that one uh, later. Yeah, I'm going to say they have to be teenagers. Um you know, but hey, you're the one that bought your kid a fucking TV and an Xbox to put in his bedroom. Yeah, you like, tell me who's these the, are so who's the bad yeah parent. yeah these are just a bunch of shitty parents who now have shitty kids and they're trying to make some money on them. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. Cam, I going here for you. Cam, uh, oh, you're gonna like this one. Cam, headliner asks nine nine one one operator admits to letting it ring a couple times so they won't appear desperate. Letting it ring a couple times so they won't seem desperate. I don't know if that's how it works. That's the only thing. But no, Shannon has told me that there, if the phone stop or if it's like it's so backed up, it just goes to like it pretty much has like a message on it that's like we're really really busy right now. Like where we will get to this. There's a lot. Swear. There's a lot of meth heads yeah. tonight. Yeah, there's just it's a busy night. And then people are like, I, I I know that Dave called and he said there was a fire to his house, but I can confirm that it's, it's, a, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty the bad. fire's now moved over to my house too. Yeah. So now I, I'm so, making a separate call. If you can come you also save my house. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think Jib's up to something suspicious. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the details over the phone. Um... Ring a couple times to make sure they're not desperate, or to not seem desperate. Mm, I don't know if that's exactly how that works. I'd be curious about the story, but everything everything that I know about policing says if they could, they would, but they can't. But prove me I'm wrong, Cam. I'm calling Asinine. Cam, that one's Asinine. All right. Yeah, it's inside knowledge. I guess got that. Got me through that one. Cam, headliner Asinine. Singer who married a ghost claims he ruined their honeymoon. Singer who married a ghost saying he ruined their honeymoon. Okay. No, singer who married a ghost claims he ruined their honeymoon. Um, okay, okay, okay. Pronouns here. Singer is a lady. Yes, uh, and the ghost is... And uh, he. The ghost is the he, and then the ghost ruins the honeymoon. So, Correct. I mean... Uh, See, the thing about, you know, and we've seen stories of this before of people who want to, like, marry a roller coaster and this sort of thing, right? You don't go through, you know, yeah, you want to marry a ghost, you want to marry objects. We've seen this before here on the show. You don't go through the normal kind of dating, courting process. You know, it's so much different where, you know, like, you, you, you meet a girl, you go on a few dates, you like each other, you start dating. That happens for a period of time, then you move in together, and then that happens for a period of time, and then, uh, you know, you plan the wedding, you get married. So, like, by the time the honeymoon has come in, probably all the red flags have shown, right? Like, if you've made it this far, you know the type of person they are. Where I can only imagine if you're getting married to a ghost, this is a, this is a fairly rushed thing. Like, you're not, you know, casually dating a ghost for six months, and that, or you know, for a few months, and then getting serious with the ghost, 
and then a couple years later moving in with the ghost and then a couple years after that getting married you know your timeline is all shifted so like you know not to victim blame or anything like that but you know you you should have seen who the ghost really is because yeah maybe they do have a quick temper maybe they want to throw plates across the room or, or you know open all the cupboards or something you know and these are things you would have found out if you just dated them you know treat them like they're you know like people like you're dating a person uh, yeah, I hate to victim blame, but yeah, any of you listeners who are out there who are dating ghosts or looking to date a roller coaster or they're in love with a picture, um, yeah, date them like you would a, a person. You know, take that time, get to know them, wean out the red flags, because yeah, you could be in love with this ghost today, but not tomorrow. That one's a headline. This one is a headline out of an English artist, a British artist called Brocarde. Um, who claims that her ghost Eduardo ruined their honeymoon after allegedly drinking too much in Wales and making her pay for everything. Uh, she met the special husband one night as it appeared in her bedroom, and they've been seeing each other ever since and did have an official ceremony, which there is video of online. The couple hit a rough patch after Eduardo allegedly ghosted her for disclosing their relationship to the public. This is where I think I kind of tuned out a little bit, Cam, because that, that line itself maybe. This is the New York Post. Um, it just gets more wonky after that. Uh, the wedding was both open to the living and the dead and saw a star-studded crowds such as Elvis, Marilyn Monroe, and King Henry V. I'm going to pause there, Cam, because it just gets even worse after that. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, they have, so they have, like, Marilyn Monroe impersonators. No, the dead ones. Oh, the, the, the dead. Crowd. Okay, sorry. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, that would be even weirder if they got, like, a bunch of lookalikes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, you think if Elvis, one, if you think Elvis is dead, and then two, if you think he's dead, you think he's going to come back and check out, like, your shitty wedding? Probably not. Like, he can check out all mind, the, though. he can see all the naked people, all the present-day naked, and all the past-day naked people, probably. Nice. Exactly. Wouldn't you rather do that? Okay, Cam, I got one here, one more headline here for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Cam, headliner asked nine, uh, father infected with parasites... After eating crab as revenge for pinching his daughter. Ooh. Um, that does seem like a full girl dad move. You know, like you definitely post that on Twitter after you're like, oh, um, this this animal thinks it can take a piece of my daughter. Well, I'll see what it tastes like with butter. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag revenge. Hashtag crab hashtag I don't have crabs Leslie come back to me um, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean definitely this is the kind of thing that you hear about a, a guy overreacts and he's like I'll fucking, I'll fucking show you I'll show you and yeah sometimes you don't eat uh, sea critters that you don't really know what to look for like I know what to look for for bad fish I guess he didn't know what to look for for bad crabs I'm sorry Leslie please come back yeah this is the headline Okay, this one is a headline here for you, a story out of uh, eastern China where a 39-year-old man ate a crab as an act of revenge after the crab nipped his young daughter uh, when they went uh, swimming in a local stream. Uh, so, Cam, okay, uh, he didn't just cook this thing. No, he unpinched the crab from his daughter's leg and then bit into it. Oh, wow. This Even was better. live. As it happened, and of course, about uh, two months later, he was complaining about back pain, so he went to go visit a local hospital. Tests performed that were um, that there was uh, abnormalities, uh, like um, growths or something, in his chest, abdomen, liver, and digestive system. 
The head of the uh, hospital's digestive system department asked if the man had eaten a uh, rare game, you know, like birds or something unusual that would ca cause these forms of allergies. He recalled the incident where he ate a live crab, and the hospital was quickly able to diagnose uh, through tests, multiple beds, uh, tests and things like that, that he was infected by three different kinds of parasites. Um, so be sure to cook your crab, folks, because this does happen. Back in 2020, a Chinese woman was infected with six parasites after eating 30 raw crabs, which has been soaked in, which was soaked in rice wine, which is apparently a common way of eating crab in China is raw and you soak it in the wine, but you still have to like clean it first. <laughs> so, uh, clean your crab. Okay, you, you can still uh, do you can or or cook it. I think isn't cooking it is just good. Why not just tartar, baby? Tartar, love me some tartar, crab tartar. Okay, that's good. Um, that's very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Cam, let's move on to our peeves and not peeves. Sorry. Um, keep, no, keep going. What peeves and peeves and plugs. I was hoping you were going to say something that rhymes with peeves, like peeves no, and deeves. Peeves and steves. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, peeves of course Cam's, of course Cam's talking plug it or shrug it. 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 Where we give you a quick little, uh, I saw a plug or a shrug, Cam. What you got? Uh, I, uh, I've been pretty negative the last few weeks, but I'm going to triple down on it. Um, <laughs> Cam, people in crowded events walking with their phones up, filming things like, wow, look how incredible it is to be at this market. I'm going to film everything at all times and everyone walking. And they're just looking at their screen. Man, it just makes me want to fucking slap it out of their hands and be like, Pay attention. There is two thousand people here, and you are in the way of ninety percent of them. So I take it. Like, I take it that this happened today. <laughs> this oh is a very God. recent. Like show. every fucking every goddamn person there was doing that, or just like, or, or like taking like ten feet back and be like, I'll take a picture in front of you in front of this tree. Like now you're blocking the entire walkway because you don't want anyone to cross over your picture. I I don't know, man. Really bugged me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen when you're in public. You can't trust people in public. No. You just no. can't. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Uh, well, Cam, well, I'm going to give you a plug here. Uh, this week, probably a little plug more for uh, lo local people, local to the at least Toronto area. Uh, but if you're looking to grab yourself a, uh, a good slice, check out Maker Pizza. We ordered some Maker Pizza in uh, at the office the other day, and um, I have to say, the best crust I've ever had, which is a weird way to, to phrase why the pizza's good, the, the, the best crust I've ever eaten on a pizza. And I don't eat pizza too often, so you know if I'm going to do it, you know, I'm really going to really savor those moments. Nice. So yeah, check out Maker nice. Pizza if you are in uh, the Toronto area. I've heard about it. I have heard about it, yeah. so that's cool. It was pretty good. All right, let's wrap this baby up. Wrap it up, baby. That is all the time we have for the show. Thanks for listening to us for another week. Great review, like, subscribe, shows everywhere. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, very excited about the live show, uh, a tradition um, that 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 is. You know, yeah, we're that, pretty much that is, uh, will always be. 
Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. And we could not be uh, we could not be more excited. Okay, and folks, and never forget, ninety percent of bee colonies are female. I'm Cam McClare signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com.